0: the uh, general manager of the Indians. He joins us now. And uh, we were talking about him before, Mike Chernoff. Mike, welcome. How are you?
1: I'm great, Mike. How are you? Good. What's uh, uh,
0: what's going on? I mean, you're kind of riding along that wave right there in that division. So uh, not, not a bad place to be as you hit the all-star break.
1: No, we're fortunate to be where we are. I think we felt. Coming into the year, obviously disappointing loss in the postseason last year to the Yankees in Game Five, but feeling really strong about our team. And uh, I know, I'm not sure we've clicked on all cylinders yet. I think there's probably still a little bit more left in the tank, but fortunately, um, we still have a, a pretty healthy lead in our division. Right
0: Absolutely, now. an eight-game lead, and that's a nice place to be right now. Are you surprised at the at the rate that the three teams are winning, Boston, Yankees, and Houston? Are you surprised how top-heavy the league is right now?
1: I'm not sure I'd say I'm surprised. I mean, I think going into the season, and you, you saw it play out in the way the offseason went uh, on the free agent front, but I think there was, uh, you know, the makings of sort of that separation of powers in, uh, in the league, and I think you've, it, it looked on paper like those teams were going to be really good, and they've obviously all played really well. Uh, we faced a couple of them already and obviously facing the Yankees this weekend. They've just been, they're just exceptional teams all around.
0: What impact, if any, did what was a very tough, after a great season last year, what impact, if any, did that loss have on this year's team, if any? Maybe none, maybe something. If it's had any impact, what has it been?
1: We came into spring training um, more driven than I've ever seen. I mean, that was a tough loss. It
0: was. You guys were a great team last year.
1: Yeah, and if you remember, we came off that 22-game win streak, riding high, feeling great about where we were, heading into the postseason healthier than we had been in 2016 when we made it to the World Series, and coming off the year before that Game 7 of the World Series heartbreaking loss, I think we it was sort of that shock to the system that we didn't go further in the postseason, and everybody came back even hungrier, uh, hoping to to just come out of the gate strong this year.
0: You know, inexplicable things. I've seen it years with the Yankee teams where guys who are proven stars, I mean, off great seasons, just, you know, go through a 10-day or a five-day period where they don't hit. I mean, you know, it it happens all the time. We've seen it happen a million times.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, the Yankees team was a great team, um, and obviously they've shown that as they played this year. So, certainly wouldn't want to say anything about them I think a lot of the reason they won was because they were a really good team at the same time a five-game series is really hard to win anything can happen in five games You know, we had Kluber going three times in that series, and I think felt great about his ability to um, potentially take us to the next round, and it just didn't work out for us.
0: Talking with Mike Tronoff, and this year, uh, if there's one thing that we've noticed about the team, and I'd say less so of late, but especially early, was you guys, as good as you were last year, bullpen had some struggles early this year. a lot of blown leads, a lot of problems in the back of the pen for you guys early in the season.
1: That's been the biggest challenge. You know, we've had some ups and downs a little bit with our starting pitching and offense, but... For the most part of the season, we've been pretty consistent and and relatively strong. Those have clearly been the strengths of our team. The past two years, our bullpen was by far one of the best bullpens in baseball. You had Cody Allen, Andrew Miller, and Brian Shaw at the back end. We lost Shaw this year, but we really essentially brought almost everybody else back and I think felt like we would continue to be pretty consistent. Uh, that just hasn 't happened. we just haven 't stabilized. We had a good month in June, and it looked like we were gaining some stability um, but that 's really been the the uh the toughest part for us this season. We just have not been able to get any consistency out of that group
0: that and you know Miller, who is such a good pitcher, has clearly not been miller
1: that 's right, and you know so he's he 's dealing with that knee injury yep. um, he, despite not being himself in the first month, he actually was still really good, even though he wasn 't quite to the level he had been in the past went on the DL for one stint. As he came back, he just didn't feel right and didn't have the command that he needed to have. I think had it been a postseason type experience, he could have pitched through that, but we wanted to make sure to get him completely right, make it a situation where he wasn't feeling the knee at all as he was pitching, and he is beginning that progression now, uh, and it looks relatively positive for him to hopefully be back pretty soon.
0: We'll talk about Mike, turn off the general manager of the Indians. Mike, when you Have the luxury that you have. And clearly, you guys are the best team by a wide margin in your division. And you're, I mean, I I still think... This year, you guys are kind of lost in the shadows, and people are making a big mistake not counting you guys because you guys, to me, are every bit as good as these other teams uh, and are just as dangerous uh, So, and will be in the postseason. So I don't take you guys for granted for a second with Houston and Boston and the Yankees, so I expect that and would not be surprised if you guys wind up winning this year. So, But my point is you're going to have a luxury that maybe the other guys don't in that they're chasing divisions and worrying about divisions, and you might have a big lead. Will that big lead... Be a reason why maybe you stand pat more, or will you say I'll look at it like we, you know, or think of it in terms of how what we have to do in the postseason, and we would try to fix our team from that standpoint. Will the the, will the standings make you or make you be less aggressive, or will it not be a factor in how you try to make the team better down the stretch?
1: as we look and prepare for the trade deadline, it's more of a focus on internally. How do we plug the holes that we have and build the best team that we can? You know, you, you obviously don't ignore the standings as you're doing that, but I think our hope, and especially where we've been the past two years is to, get into the postseason, and advance in the postseason. And we see some holes on our team as we try to do that. I think we have some huge strengths, too. You know, you look at our starting rotation, you have guys like Kluber, Bauer, Carrasco. Right. Mike Clevenger's been exceptional. You have guys in the middle of our lineup like Jose Ramirez, who's been tremendous. Frankie Lindor, Michael Brantley's had a great comeback year this year. Sure has, yeah. So I think we have a lot of strengths, yep. but I think we'll f- still focus on trying to plug some of those holes.
0: And obviously, the the most obvious is adding and bullpen help if you can find it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest help that we can get is Andrew being himself, right. uh, and we're hopeful that he'll be there. Um, but certainly that's an area where we are looking for more stability and consistency for sure.
0: Who's been the surprising player for you this year on your team if you've had one?
1: I don't know that I'd necessarily say surprising because um, I think we've seen a lot of potential in these guys, but we had a great young pitcher, uh, Shane Bieber, fly through our system this year um, when we had some injuries in our rotation. Now he's pitching tonight, uh, as a man,
0: matter of fact, right? Yeah, He is, Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh, and he's a guy that was just drafted two years ago. I mean, literally flew through the system, uh, was in low A ball last year to start the year. Um, and we brought him up this year. He's been a real bright spot for us and hopefully kind of a spark plug guy that can uh, can keep us going and build the consistency for the well, year. Well,
0: give me a little report on him as to what we're going to see tonight.
1: <laughs> hopefully he'll go deep into the game. He is an extreme strike thrower, exceptional command um, he's got a really good slider as well. He is continuing to refine his secondary pitches, and I think you'll probably see some of that as he gets more comfortable at the major league level with it. But he is just, his command is absolutely exceptional. Exceptional. He can spot uh, both corners, will pitch into guys, can dot down and away to anybody. Uh, he's a, He's been a real bright spot for us.
0: Absolutely. We're talking with Mike Turnoff. How about offensively? I guess Brantley Offense. being healthy has been a positive thing, right? him coming back, bouncing back the way he has.
1: Exactly. I mean, he is, and and for a guy who worked so hard to get back from injuries, it's such a great story. He is by far um, the leader in our clubhouse. He's been with us for six or seven years on our major league team now, so he's kind of that uh, the guy who has been at the center of everything in our clubhouse over the past few years. But unfortunately, because of the injury wasn't necessarily putting up the on-field production that he was capable of doing. This year, he slotted right back in. You knew that if he was healthy, he would put up that type of production. It's been awesome to see that, uh, especially with a couple of young guys like Ramirez and, and Lindor surrounding him in the lineup.
0: What are you expecting? Do you think this will be a abnormally busy normal what 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 kind of uh, late July are we looking for this year? What are we expecting? you think it'll be business as usual or will it be an abnormally uh, busy one or with some teams uh, you know looking there's a lot of haves and have nots obviously, so are we looking at more action than usual? Or you think it'll be just about what we expect uh, come to expect.
1: You know, that's a good question. Um, You hate to speculate, especially coming off of the off season that we had this year. It was a unique and strange off season that anybody would have predicted. I do think you're seeing that bleed over into the trade deadline. So obviously, there have not been a lot of deals that have happened yet, Uh, and I do think that because you've got, as you as you call it, the has and the have nots, it's leading to a little bit of uh, sort of that calm before the storm, or, or teams may be procrastinating a little bit until we get closer to the deadline. I still think you're going to see a flurry of deals at the deadline, um, but I, I could see it potentially being a little bit different than previous years.
0: Can you uh, give me a difference for the fans? Can you uh, give me anything that you see in the Yankees and the Red Sox that separates them?
1: <laughs> I can't give you too much on that. I think you've got two exceptional teams. Um, you know it's going to be hard for those both of those teams with one of them potentially being in a one game playoff at the end of the year um but you've got two really strong teams it's hard to figure out the separation at this point in the season i do think the potential for both of those teams at the to add at the deadline could be a game changer for them
0: it should be interesting i mean this could be think about it, the american league's the playoffs are going to be unbelievable i mean you know the, talk about quality i mean the the level of these teams be a long time we might see three teams with 100 wins you know you guys are going to have a very good record you know the other wild card team is going to be probably a team that's going to have to win a lot of games uh, right now it is a, a team that's got a very good record so from that standpoint uh the the records of these teams and I understand there's a have and have not thing going on with some teams with some really dreadful records like the Kansas City and Baltimore but it's going to be an impressive group of teams in the American League playoffs
1: I can't ever remember a year where it's been like this, where you have a few of these superpower teams, um, and that are just so strong in, in every area of the game. Um, you know, we've, in, in playing these teams, they're, you can't get past them. Even like we got last night, we got to Severino early in the game, and it's just such a good grinding offense that the Yankees have, so deep. And obviously, once you get to that bullpen, that's pretty tough to beat them. So they, in particular, are a strong team. I think the Astros, Red Sox, even some of the teams that are kind of on the cusp with Seattle, uh, Oakland, we just played them. They've, they're a pretty good team.
0: Oakland's there. really come on strong. They really have. And Tampa's done well, too. Tampa's had a great run ever since they swept the Yankees. They've been on fire.
1: Yeah, so I I mean it, it is a tough league. Um, with some really strong teams at the top of it, I think we're just hoping that we can keep plugging away, get ourselves into the postseason, and then hopefully have a shot to advance. All
0: right. Well, listen, good to talk to you. Uh, I got through the whole interview. They didn't even mention the Mets. So you know, you've been rumored now. Uh, your names, but you know, that's because you, you know your father's here. You're from New York, so you know, as the as the Mets put a list together, you expect to hear that. So you know that you you expect to hear that. So, I heard my yeah.
1: dad handled all those. He requests. did. He did <laughs> handle.
0: It. He's doing. He's he's doing your interviews for you today. He, I said, do you want to come on? To do one for me after I have Mike on. You know, he, I know he can't talk about it, you know, the other team. I, he says, ah, no, I'll let it go. So he was on this morning. So uh, oh, awesome. good to talk to you as always. Thanks.
1: Same here, Mike. All right, take Mike.
0: Take care. Mike Chernoff, the uh, general manager of the Indians, as you know, his father's the program director, and he's not allowed to talk about the other team, folks. You know that. He's on the contract. That's a violation, so he's not allowed. So, uh, But as I already told you, He's one of the bright young general managers in the sport, and if the Mets are going to compile a list, he's going to be on it. They, though, would have to get permission, and who knows if Cleveland would even grant permission. They, you know, I don't know that, if they would. He's done a very good job there.